doing all right? Good, good. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Sup Talk Radio. If you've stumbled across the channel, welcome. And if you're a current subscriber, welcome back. So first and foremost, I want to give a quick congratulations and shout out to my good friend, Ron Shaw of Obvi. Him and his wife just delivered a beautiful baby boy recently. First one, congratulations. And for anybody that's listening, there might be some colorful language. So just be careful. Jojo, if you're on, I know you've got kids around. But anyway, always thank you so much. My first friend, not guest, my first friend is probably one of the most introverted and quiet people that I will ever know. I don't know why he keeps coming on the show, but hopefully we'll get some substance and he'll be able to interact with us today. As always, Robic Samborski from Apollo Nutrition. Hey, guys. My next friend is just killing it right now. One of the newest people on the block and just killing it with the brand, killing it with the supplements. Brad from Ninja Up. Hey, how are you? And a new friend to the show, first timer, very excited to speak with him and learn more. Alex Forian, uh, coming straight from us from Canada. Welcome. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Alex, so first and foremost, congratulations. I mean, you just kicked ass and took names the last two weeks. How are you feeling today? Uh, I feel a lot better than I did the last few days. Um, you know, that level of depletion that we went through was really brutal just to make weight for our classic physique. But uh, we did it, and we uh, really peaked the right way that we wanted to. And uh, we uh, tasted gold not once but twice. So very happy for what we've accomplished. And uh, now we qualify for more NBC um, shows, uh, go, NBC Canadian shows and American shows uh, going forward into the new season so quite a bit of work that needs to be done but uh judges do like my physique and there's a lot of potential for me going forward and i received quite a bit of praise from you know brad and, and robic uh, too especially coming it's from robic it means a lot <laughs> yeah the beard yeah i'm fucking jealous and rob probably is too i can't grow nothing like that fucking takes me two weeks to grow a little something <laughs> i get so, patches that would be great if you don't mind, Alex, I'm going to quickly bring up your Instagram profile here for a minute just to show some of the pictures for the listeners that don't know, like, what kind of serious condition yeah, yeah, you came yeah. in here. Go right ahead. So he has here, fans too. Oh, yeah. So I don't know if this is the first show or the second show, but Go just for phenomenal. I'll, I'll let you know, yeah. And then, obviously, afterwards, perhaps with your coach. Yeah, and my coach, uh, Alessandro uh, Zito, uh, he's uh, Belleville, Ontario. So we uh, worked really closely together for, for this show. And, uh, you know, his wife is a former pro as well, Jenna, Jenna Reed. And uh, so they're, they're very familiar with the lifestyle of bodybuilding and, you know, how to properly coach athletes, and especially those who are uh, serious in the game. And uh, it was the first time that I've known Alessandro for years. It was just the first time we worked together. He is a national rep for BioX. Uh, supplement brand out in Canada, uh, out of British Columbia, very well recognized, been around, been around for the last 30 years. And he just um, took me under his wing. We clicked very well. And um, he's more than kind of just a coach. He's also, you know, just a great, uh, great friend, great family member, and uh, someone that I, I look up to in terms of uh, not just in the, in the industry, but also just as uh, someone that I, I trust to get me where I need to go for the next uh, years or so of, of uh, competing. So I'm I'm looking forward to working with him, and uh, it, it was hard because uh, I went through a few other coaches for a couple of trial months to see what they were like, and it, I didn't really click with them. They were more about this uh, 
you know, the smoke and mirrors. And uh, I don't vibe with that. I, I really don't. I mean, it's you're one way on social media, but you're another way in, in real life. You're not uh, who you really claim to be. And uh, Alessandro and I are very low-key guys. And I, I think Brad even knows, too, that I kept this a uh, secret from everyone for the longest time. I just, yeah, I don't really put it out there. I, no, I, 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 I told nobody. I just, I just, I just do it. And I mean, uh, it was funny because I showed up backstage and everyone that a uh, few people that I did know turned around. So double takes. It's like, oh my God. It's like, you know, he's back. It's like shit. <laughs> That's good though. Honestly, you struggled in silence and then come out and crushed it. So it's, it's hard. Yeah, like I, you need people to cheer for you, especially when you're not eating carbs and stuff. I mean, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> That, that was a, that was a hard part, but it's all part of the game. I mean, little sacrifices for long-term success is, you know, key. And I think that also translates into our industry that what, what we do, it's like, it's a lot of sacrifice at first, but then, you know, you reap the benefits uh, at one point and you see, you know, all the hard work come to fruition. And I mean, we're a good example is that we're, we're, we're speaking with two great friends this evening, but two amazing brand owners and uh, they're both at their own phases of, um, the industry where a pollen is and where a ninja is ninja still being the baby a pollen you know still has the the years underneath but also you know we can we can see how both brands grew into um the industries that they are today and how they really focus on the formulations the sacrifice the making sure they get themselves out there the proper way but at the same time uh both owners are extremely passionate and uh that's where we need to see more of it in in our industry now and uh yeah and i'm very fortunate that i get to work with both of these guys too it's actually fun so alex we don't want to make this the alex show but let's start off with it so for people that don't know you give us a little bit of your background i mean what do you currently do what got you into the industry um so uh, as of right now i'm a, i'm an international broker so i've uh, affiliated myself with a lot of uh, international brands whether they be overseas in the united kingdom australia um brad why is brad laughing so much because uh, every time rob picks up his cup i say have a nice day with a finger at the uh, bottom okay. <laughs> uh, sorry it's just, oh god it's no no thing. no I, it's a little thing stuff god um uh, so as I was saying, uh, I'm representing quite a few brands in the space uh, right now with um, with my partner out in Florida. Uh, Brad happens to be one of my clients, and we were able to get him into a few other countries, being the Philippines, and we're looking uh, into the EU right now, the UK. So Ninja is growing quite rapidly, and uh, we had a nice little meeting today regarding Canada too. So we're going to be working towards that. We have a lot of hurdles to go through. Quite a bit of help is coming along the way, but it is uh, very possible, and I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, the possibilities what we can do with Ninja in the Canadian market. And uh, Robin, of course, I mean, uh, originally I we reached out because I was watching the uh, the Final School podcast with him, Lucas, Robert, and Shane, and uh, from then we just uh, started talking, and I got to learn more about Robert, his backstory, the everything behind the brand, and whatever else I was able to do for consulting just to help and. Um, I just as a friend, I just think uh, Pollen is, a, is another tremendous um, uh, supplement brand out there in the industry that has really pushed the boundaries on on what is a really serious, you know, I don't like to use this word hardcore supplement brand, but um, it is a it is a well thought out uh, brand that advocates to that really intense lifestyle of fitness and bodybuilding. 
And we want to make sure all those athletes do reap the benefits of the, the recovery, the intensity they get from their workout. And Robert is offering something in this 21st century, which we thought would be dead by now. Uh, but no, that lifestyle is still very much there and he's providing uh, a great service to that. And not just that, I've seen the brand grow ex extremely from the UK to Australia. And I think uh, Robert just keeps coming out with products over and over again too, which is, <laughs> which is amazing. So I'm always trying to keep up with what's new. And I was MIA for the last four weeks. So I was just always trying to, I'm always on Instagram. It's like, what's now? What's next? What's next? And just trying to really keep up with, um, you know, everything that's happening. But uh, I, I, I'm very happy that I, I'm able to represent different brands and spaces and being in this injury for the last like 10 years or so, I've worked with very uh, many colorful individuals uh, for sure. And I think this is the first time I've, I've able to affiliate myself with owners and uh, other reps that have uh, the same likeness and, and passion. And at the end of the day, we just kind of all want to help each other grow and all experience uh, the same success. And it's very, very rare to come by. So we need to stick very close together and make sure that uh, we are able to lift each other up in times of need. And not just that, we all want everyone to be successful. No matter who you are, if you actually have a really good product right there, I will stand behind you. I will represent you uh, to, the, to the utmost, whether it is in my country or whether it's in the other side of the world. I want to make sure you guys are always well uh, re represented because it's very hard. I see a lot of brands come and go where they have no representation. You have owners who only put in half an amount of time and then you have investors who just want more out of it than they should than they should actually get but you have two gentlemen here today who have really taken the time to write out plans and game plans to make sure that whatever they do bring to the table is going to be a long-term growth and they're going to achieve all great success with this and i think Apollon is a great example of where it is now not just the gym but also the brand itself and brad is uh just at the beginning phases uh, with ninja but we've seen ninja grow rapidly within the last uh, year and I know Brad wasn't even prepared for this, but it's happening. And uh, we're 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 on one hell of a ride, that's for sure. And and, and uh, he's got a lot of projects in the work too, so I'm very excited to see what's next in store for, for Ninja. But um, I, I guess more to say is as I I'm going to stop ranting in a moment. I still have free workout in my system. Um, I just love. I won't, uh, I won't put you on the spot, Nick. Which one though? I won't put you on the spot. No, Turns you out. don't do that tonight. You don't do that tonight. I, I walk away from this right now. And I'm going to get a call from both of them after, and they're going to both threaten me. But <laughs> well, we'll make sure off air you get there. You did you give them your address for all these promotional plugs here so they can send you a couple of checks on the side? Oh my God, they already have my uh, address. They can just come and knock my door and, and bust it down and kick my ass. I mean, it's, I mean, I don't know who I'd rather get hurt by first, like, uh, like an Aussie or a Ukrainian. I'm like, what, what's the worst? <laughs> Tell the Ukrainian, we're not bred for war. <laughs> <laughs> I just got to put a couple beers in you, Brad, and you're just ready to throw down with anyone. I mean, certain circumstances. But... <laughs> and, yeah. Robert, one of the things with you and Alex earlier this year, you guys kind of did a collaboration where it was almost uh, – you did a painting for for Ukraine, correct? Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Alex? Yeah. Well, Alex's uh... <laughs> daughter. Um, yeah, so – You guys um, want to come back in an hour. We'll let you guys back in. No, no, it's fine. It's, it's – uh, listen – uh, Brad and I were getting enough spotlight lately, mostly by uh, friends and the other friends. So I think yeah. it's, all, it, it, it's all Alex right now. He deserves okay, it. Plus, I, I he's a champ. Yeah, go for it. No, go for it, Alex. Go. Come on. Um, yeah, so uh, for, 
<laughs> um, so for those who don't know, I'm also an avid painter too. I, you know, I studied uh, art theory, art history uh, at school for many years. Um, and excuse me, I uh, came across the idea when uh, Robert was ideally wanting to do something to um, donate a lot of uh, goods and services over to uh, U Ukraine. And I thought, you know, maybe if I give one of my uh, paintings as a print, it will create more an incentive for people to donate. And I think what Robert told me when I did that, a lot of people, more people started doing it. So I was very excited uh, about it. And then, you know, to the end, there's one thing where I saw her, Carolina, like, did so much of herself day in, day out. And I know Robert really did uh, express that too. And, you know, one day I kind of like called him and Jose, I was like, listen, I was thinking maybe if anyone really does deserve this. And one of the pieces I had was about a butterfly, which is a very good re representation of a uh, piece in tranquility. If you go on my page, you'll be able to see it. And I think like, like listen, she loves art and I think she deserves it out of uh, anyone else. And um, I know at first it was like, eh, but you know, I, I, I was able to persuade Robert to, to even send it to her just to showcase how much uh, we appreciated uh, what she did. And it's, um, it was just more than just like a, a painting. It had more of, uh, of, a, of a great uh, significant meaning uh, behind him of uh, resilience and, and freedom, and she was that uh, she was that uh, that 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 peacekeeper that uh, that I think a lot of us uh, needed, and she made sure that everything was running smoothly. And not just that, she she's a boss lady too. So she does a lot, and I I respect the hell out of what 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 she what she's doing. It's, it's very uh, it's very hard. It's very rare to come across a woman in the, this industry that has the fortitude and the tenacity to really push through a lot of uh, the bullshit that, that's really out there and uh, to be able to make sure that the uh, band is well represented in the space and then also uh, the other personal things that was, that was going with Ukraine at the time uh, were also, uh, you know, put forward as well to the point where she almost burned herself out, but lucky enough she had herself a, a nice vacation. So um, uh, I, I just, you know, I wanted to send that to her and to let her know that uh, I appreciate what she did. I know the rest of us did as well and uh you know i actually look very much forward to meeting her when uh when the time comes to because uh she's a wonderful person uh and i, and I think uh, i think a lot of people would agree with that a lot of people speak highly of her what she's doing for apollo so i have to say nothing but great things what she's done for uh ukraine and the brand and uh and uh you know just for 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 a lot of people in the space so kudos to her and uh you know i just look forward to actually maybe hopefully working with her closer within the years within the months to come brains in the beauty that's how robic runs it <laughs> yeah <laughs> brad so last show we kind of talked a little bit about the Ares event i know robic had spoken with me on a previous podcast but we kind of got into it but you never finished your story about booking going into trenton and you should have went to philadelphia or something or other oh, how was the event all in all uh, that's right. So yeah, look, in short, <laughs> I should have flown into Philly, but I'm a, I'm, kind of, I'm an idiot. So I should, I should have flown into Philly, but I flew into Newark and then it's an hour and a half drive back towards Philly. My hotel was in Philly, like stupid. Anyway, so I don't know what I told you, but I was meant to leave the day before. Didn't Mark was meant to fly up the same day. I think the Friday for me, uh, my I got up after three hours sleep, got to the airport, flight was canceled. They booked me on three o'clock, delayed me till 9 p.m. And I flew in at like 11 midnight. I could only get a damn Tesla 
and I'd never driven an electric car. And I, I didn't know how to charge the damn thing. So I call up and I get this Indian dude and he kind of couldn't understand me. And I was like, how many miles do you get? And he's like, unlimited. I was like, no, you got to charge that thing. I said, you know, he goes, no, it's unlimited. I was like, no, you need to charge the damn thing. He goes, it's unlimited. Mo-. I was like, sorry, dude, I'll book it myself. So I get this Tesla. This thing's like an adult go-kart. Like, it was awesome. And uh, anyway, so I get to the hotel at like 3.30, get up at 6 with Brett. Um, and we just ate breakfast and went to the event. But, uh, and then after, the, I'm going to skip past the event, but after the event, we had to charge this damn thing. So we pull, we pull up to, there's an electric port at our hotel and we don't have the right connection. So I'm like, I don't know what the hell to do. Like, neither plug would work. So we find a Tesla place. And then, um, yeah, we we parked. There's like 15 different things. Oh, I, no. Sorry, I missed one of the okay. best. Yeah, I'm trying to be quick because I'll, I'll be like Alex and you'll be here till Christmas. So, um, <laughs> so anyway, I've, I've been up for... Th- I've had three hours fucking sleep. I get in, I get this damn car. I couldn't get anything else. And I, I get out with my suitcases. I put all my shit in the car. I couldn't start this damn thing. I, like I, I swiped the key, open the door, put my suitcase in the back. And it tells you, you put your key on the, the glove thing. You put your foot on the brake and flick the switch. Not rocket science. Apparently I'm stupid. I'm Googling, I'm YouTubing, I'm reading the manual. Like 30 minutes later, I've had no sleep. I have an hour and a half drive ahead of me and I just want to get to the damn hotel. I go back into the dealership and I was like, listen, someone's got to start the damn car or give me another car. Like, I, And there was nothing else. I said, just, fuck, I need to get out of here. Anyway, they chuckle and laugh. They think it's funny, which it is. But I walk out with this lady and we walk to the car and she walks to another car. I was like, no, no, my suitcase oh my is God. this car. She goes, no, 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 you, this is your car. I was like, lady, like my stuff's in this car. She goes, no, it's not. I was like, I put it in myself. And she goes, that's not your car. <laughs> so how the fuck did I get in the car? Then she asked me. And I was like, I just swiped the door with the tag and it was open. Like, I didn't know what to expect. I was in the wrong damn car. I sit in the right car, did the thing, and it worked straight away. I was like. Anyway, so I get to my hotel, and then, yeah, so after the event, we had to charge this thing. We, Brett, and I, <laughs> Brett and I, we pull up. There's 15. After we got the wrong one, we went to a Tesla place. There's 15 different charge stations. So we pull on the end because there's, like, two other people at the other end, and we pull at the opposite end because, like, we're idiots. We don't know what to do. So plug it in, and it, like, has, like, a vacuum thing, and it won't let you pull it out. Probably kill me if it did. Anyway, so this thing wouldn't charge. It's like preparing to charge, but you couldn't charge it. And I was like, God damn it. So I go in to ask the lady. She's like, it's nothing to do with us. I'm like, do I need to pay? Is it free? There's nowhere to pay. Like, anyway, so we go over to another guy and he like winds his window up and drives off like we're going to rob him. I mean, (laughs) Brett's mean looking, big traps, like probably I would have driven off too. But so we couldn't get this thing to start, like charge. So we... When they all left, we parked the car on the other side. It worked straight away. I was like, fuck me. I didn't know what to do. Like, I didn't know what to expect. Anyway, we get it charged. 
And then we find out we've been driving around in like safety mode, like safe mode. Technology is a young man's game. You watch it. Young man's game, yeah. Um, and we we change it to normal, mind you. It's a rental, so I don't have like it's like whatever ch chicken mode, normal something. chicken mode, and plaid. And I've got like the base model, which is full. It's like nice. This thing, just one level, like it puts you back in your seat, and you, it's like a roller coaster. And I'm, I'm not going to tell you what I did, but this this thing is very quick. Like it's ridiculous. But anyway, back to the event was pretty cool. Um, I got to meet Patrick, the owner uh, at Aries. He's awesome. He's like a big friendly giant. Um, he he had a lot going on. They had a great turnout. Um, it was just a cool day. It really was. Like to meet other people in the industry. Um, obviously, I met Rob at the event. Um, we messaged through like association. Um, he's uh, friends with Mark and his partner is Ukrainian. So, you know, they've had connections and even Alex put in like, you know, and even yourself had spoken highly of Rob. So um, that was cool to finally meet the name the face. So um, we got on really well. So that was kind of cool just to talk shit and, and, um, and actually talk for once rather than through other people but um i'd heard nothing but good things so that was really cool um the event was awesome i mean i don't know there wasn't like there wasn't a lot going on it was just people talking to you know interacting with customers and those big you know those are big names there so i'm nobody but i was just there having fun too so it was awesome it was it was a really good day was it better than the new york block party last year <sighs> Robert, you know what i'm talking about uh, i hate you <laughs> uh, uh, well, this year I think um, uh, this year I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna go to a, I'm gonna we're gonna commit to a, another one. So um, I said to Rob I'd come and check out his event and we'll be there and um, see what that's about. I might even have a workout in that nice red gym behind you. So um, right. it'll be cool. Have a few drinks with you guys. <laughs> Robic speaking, is there any 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 leaks you can give for the event in October? Or is it still too early? Any teasers you want to give? Um, well, first of all, I got a text message from from the boss. Uh, so Carolina texted me. She goes, "I guess this is criticism toward criticism towards me." She goes, "Alexander is wearing a pollen nutrition. Sean is at the gym, and I'm wearing gasp." Uh, <laughs> so then she said, "Alex, this is I guess message for you." Tell Alex I'm not that pleasant in person. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and Brad looks like somebody from an older Russian uh, pop band. So I guess that's a compliment because she yeah. likes that. Yeah. So I guess she'll share that information with you in October. I can't, um, I can't hug, but I can't sing, but hugs are free. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> uh, in, <laughs> in terms of. Uh, in terms of a Pollen All-Star Seminar, we've actually been working on it today, all day. Um, there are some pretty big names that, that I would say committed to the event. Um, um, we're going to have Guy Cisternino back again. Uh, Evan Santapani is going to come. So, oh, wow. that, yeah, that's, that's a pretty big name. Um, there are a couple, two or three. Branch Warren's going to come, of course. And, uh, you know, we're going to have a couple of surprises. Not so much surprises. I'm going to confirm them in the next literally a week or two. But uh, Brad is coming, and that's uh, 
that's big because Brad, we, got, oh, we, 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 we got to get a lot of hugs and that's a good thing you know this industry needs hugs uh alexander confirmed that he's gonna come you know uh you're too old so we don't even know if you're gonna be able to make it in any way <laughs> you know so uh, you probably don't even know when it is because i mean you probably <laughs> forgot about it already it's tomorrow i already got my oxygen <laughs> tanks filled <laughs> You know, uh, but it's it's promising to be. It's actually a pretty cool event. I you know um, I always like to raise the bar a little bit, so I'm just aiming for it to be better than last year. Uh, Peter's going to be there, unfortunately, so at least we're going to have one old guy to represent. Yeah, you know, we yeah you know, we tell keep telling him not to come, but he keeps coming. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's going to be cool. Uh, TJ, uh, fitness deal news. TJ is going to be there, um, and uh, Shane. Shane confirmed that he's going to come back really? and he's going to be there as well. So um, Shane from Stacked uh, and his uh, beautiful wife, Nikki, she's going to be at the event. Eric Schwartz, obviously. So it's going to be it's going to be quite an event. So, you know, I'm definitely looking forward to it. We're going to keep posting more and more information as we go. Uh, but I would say that, the, you know, the details about the full panel of uh, guests is going to be revealed in a matter of about two weeks. Okay. Uh, I actually something that uh, Alexander said that kind of stuck with me because it comes back to a conversation that Brett and I had and Alexander said something about that he doesn't like the term hardcore and it's funny because I don't like that word either uh, you know considering that Apollon gym is considered to be somewhat of a hardcore gym and I think <laughs> pushes people away it scares people away yeah. you know because you know, even when people come face to face with me, I believe it or not, I had a few disappointments where people go like, oh, I thought you'd be bigger. You know, so <laughs> it's uh, it, it's actually flattering more than anything. But I think that hardcore, the, the word hardcore definitely pushes people away. And, you know, if, if people refer to Apollon Gym, so to speak, I would prefer old school, maybe, you know, like kind of like that vibe. But I would like it to feel like a more welcoming environment for everybody. Mm -hmm. And now when we talk about supplements, in the beginning, I'm guilty myself, I used to say that Apollo Nutrition is a hardcore brand. Right now, when I, I might still say it, but I will say, uh, <laughs> exactly, I, I will say like hardcore premium, like at least add something to it. But in reality, I think that somebody is butchering the, the English language and I finally realized what, what it is. So, you know, when somebody says about the brands like Apollon and, you know, Ninja, and they will say, oh, it's a hardcore line. It's a hardcore line. Some people will, will say it as a compliment, and some people will say it as if it's too strong, too powerful, and whatever. In reality, <laughs> if you look at actually at both brands, then hardcore most likely means <laughs> fully dosed, and you know actually yeah. good supplements you know so hardcore is maybe it's another way of saying premium you know loaded as fuck or yeah. whatever you want to say but i mean i think that the hardcore itself it should be probably perceived more as a compliment because it seems like it's more and more like look these supplements are hardcore because they actually dose properly they fully transparent and they actually kick ass you feel them while the other ones that are not hardcore you know, softcore porn, I guess, <laughs> you know, they're just not that good. But uh, I can definitely see why Alexander said, like, he's not a big fan of the word hardcore, because 
you know, if he is uh, representing a brand overseas and he would go and approach a client and say, like, you know what, I have this hardcore brand, it automatically can push people away a little bit. Oh, holy shit, you know, this fucking has cocaine in it or some crap, <laughs> you know? You, but in reality, it's it, to present it as a, you know, not hardcore, but a premium brand, fully, those, yeah. you know, fully transparent brand, I think it's just classier and more appropriate. Well, no one's going to argue that you have crazy labels, like they're good. But yeah. your marketing is kind of like what we wanted to achieve too. It's playful, maybe not. It's relatable. Like we have animated characters. Like you have the same kind of artwork that that doesn't have like a muscle-bound freak on it or doing something crazy that you want to push people away. But you're right. When you look at the dosages, I mean, it's not rocket science, but, you know, there are certain amounts of certain ingredients you have to have, which not every brand does. And then you get people that go, oh, it's hardcore, it's a steam bomb. Well, don't have a whole fucking scoop. Like, I'd rather you have one scoop and use less than have to do double scoops. And I'm not going to put the one, two, whatever, but like, I'd rather you get 60 servings or 30 or whatever, you know, double than less because then you're going to complain. But no one ever complains if you get more. Like, and that's like, get your tolerance level. Like, if you do a half or a three quarter, fucking sweet. But I, I think it is a good thing, but hardcore, you'll eliminate 25% of your audience. Well, because it's intimidating, yeah. you know, like, uh, for example, I see Annie just commented, loaded as fuck. I mean, Apollon used to be um, a place where maybe 10 years ago, 8, 10 years ago, you would hardly see a female training at the gym. I mean, if it's a female, then it's some, you know, bodybuilder, you know, like she's pretty jacked. It would push people away to a, to a degree. Even sometimes today, I will hear that where people will say, "Oh, I, I can go to a pawn. I'm not big enough, you know, or I'm not at that level." And so, so you basically, it's almost like a flattering thing that you know people that go to a pawn are serious. But on the other hand, like Brad said, it pushes people people away, and it's very very wrong because you know, I mean, yes, we are uh, in a supplement business, and Brad and I are making money off making supplements. Yeah. But, you know, the key word, I mean, Alexander is making money off supplements as well. But the key word is, you know, it's business. It's still business. We need to make a living. Yeah. So why would we limit ourselves only to this bodybuilding circle, which is a very, very small kind <laughs> of niche where we can actually, what's wrong with Ninja? What's wrong with Apong to be sold to a broader audience? Yeah. What's wrong? Like, okay, maybe some of our pre-workouts are on a stronger side, yeah. but you can use half a serving. Half a serving of stuff that we offer, in most cases, actually, Annie, you're beautiful. Uh, uh, and thank you. Uh, yeah, it's a pleasure actually having somebody like that at the gym. <laughs> Uh, beautiful woman trains for a show, you know, kicks ass, and that's what it's all about. But it's a still very welcoming environment where everybody's welcome. And coming back to pre workouts, like half of serving of Ninja or half of serving of Apollon pre workouts, some of them are more, more packed than you have a full serving on some of the supplements over the counter, but just the word is not hardcore or something like that. Yeah, you shouldn't use the word hardcore for that. I mean, that's just doing the right thing by the consumer and not just saying 20, 40, but you've got to really only have 20 scoops because 40 is just shit. 
Like, exactly. Pete, you're not beautiful, you fucking sexy beast. It's the beard again. That's but do you beard. think, though, did, did hardcore, and maybe for Brad, too, do you think hardcore sometimes is synonymous with the high levels of caffeine? Because nobody ever says, oh, it's a hardcore because it's got seven grams of citrulline in it. You see, I disagree with that. I disagree with that. I'm sorry, Brad. I, I disagree with that because the thing is, is like I own a palm. 600 milligram of caffeine is high for me. I'm yeah. transparent. I'm, I'm like one hit of 600 milligram. I can handle it. Yeah. But honestly, I'm more of a guy. I wouldn't go with 100 or 200. I would say I'm somewhere in the range of three to 400. That's my range. You're old, so you can't fucking have caffeine. Alexander has his levels, and Brad has his levels, and I have <laughs> my levels. But the truth is, is that there is actually, Robert Shinetsky posted about this numerous times. There is actually substantial proof that you can have seven, eight, nine hundred milligram of caffeine. There is nothing wrong with it. The toxic levels or the levels where it's potentially dangerous, I'm sure Alexander knows about this, are way higher than that. Yeah. I own a gym. I see people walking in a gym and getting energy drink that has 300 milligram of caffeine. Fucking finishes the drink and he grabs another one. Yeah. Boom, 600 milligram with no citrulline, with no fucking agnetine, with no, nothing. Just fucking stems, just with pure caffeine. So a hardcore caffeine 600, you know what? If you have a heart condition, maybe you shouldn't be fucking taking even 200. There is no such thing as low. A low for somebody, or take Lucas, for example. Lucas fucking can take a 1,000 milligram. I, I was about to say, Lucas has a tolerance level that I think yeah. any of us have never, like, you know, heard of or seen before. It explains why he does all the cardio to begin with, because he just can't stop. So. But Brad, you're the same way though. You say you're generally by lunch. You've already you already got one gram <laughs> under your belt of caffeine. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, so actually, at the event, I think I was telling Rob. Um, yeah, I, see, I I love stims. Like I have ADD, so it kind of like balances me out. Or but it's showing like studies will show like caffeine on that kind of overactive nervous system. It does kind of like balance it out a bit. But I would drink. A thousand to fifteen hundred a day, which I'm not bragging. It's just stupid. So it's something you can handle. Yeah, yeah. And I would do it easily, but I went on a stim. I've like today I had like a hundred milligrams, so I cut it out. I had bad headaches for a week and a half, um, but now I'm good, and I'm trying to keep my tolerance low. But I just love it. I love stims. I just love. I just I move all day. I get up at five or whatever, and I finish work at one and I just keep going, but I love it. But that's me. So, and what Rob was saying, I think customers are more educated now, which is great because it saves me or Rob having, or Alex having to do it. You know, I think that the uneducated, not as a bad term, but people that don't know um, ingredients will look at caffeine and just because caffeine is like coffee, you know, and you relate that to, and that's where they, the, the uneducated will look at high doses of caffeine, as a negative, which it always, you know, but it's on tolerance level. But if you have just caffeine, like what Rob said in energy drinks with no nootropics or nothing to round it off, then yeah, you're going to have issues just fucking shakes because you've got energy, but no focus ingredients, you, you know? So <clears throat> I think that plays a part, but I mean, caffeine's one element. Like I love isopropyl norepinephrine. Like I love that. And, you know, but people don't always know what these other ingredients are. And if you have 400 megs of that and 300 of rye and 
Then you start to stack all these other ingredients. 400 caffeine is nothing, but you stack it with other shit. That's when you can start to, you know, have fun or get into trouble. And people have different tolerance levels and people react differently. Uh, today, two of the two of my friends tried a pre-workout. We, we're testing something right now and it has alpha yohembi in it. Uh, about, I think, two milligrams or something like that. So one of the guys absolutely loved it. And he was like, yeah, this is pretty cool. You know, it works. The other one hated it because he reacts different to alpha yohembi. You know, so who is right and who is wrong? Well, neither one. You know, yeah. it just it, it's a reaction. Somebody's gonna take five, six hundred milligram of caffeine, and you know, and he's gonna fly. And they say, like, well, it depends, you know, also how big you are on your size. Well, Andy just said she can have lots of caffeine and she's fine. Yeah. And you know, it's a bikini competitor. So I don't think it's like it comes down to individual, you know, um how we how we handle certain things, how we react. Uh, you know, with area gerensis, you know, some people say, like, oh, a hundred milligram is more than enough. Okay, maybe for you, but yeah. for some, I mean, there is no scientific proof uh, of how much there is no, there are no guidelines. With caffeine, we actually had studies that it can be as low as 200 milligram and can be high for athletic performance as seven, eight, 900 milligram. And everybody is different. And I think you have to find out. That's the reason why I'm going to say, like, you know, even if somebody said to me today, you know, like we, we said about competition, I mean, and I said it before, like, for example, Brett and I, we should be competitors. We are competitors in a way. It doesn't mean we have to be dicks to each other. This industry is huge, you know, and I, I, I love his products. I love his companies, uh, his company. I mean, I, I speak very highly of it and uh, I will continue doing so. And as far as I know, he, he does the same in return because there is no need for it. And if somebody's going <laughs> to speak to me tomorrow, you know, I prefer Ninja up. In, you know, instead of hooligan or assassin, fucking go ahead, use it. You know, I mean, the market is big enough for everyone. And if something works for you, then stay with it. You know, if you want to use something else, there are options, you know, and that's the reason why I keep saying I'm, I'm, I'm a firm believer. Do not do fucking competitions when it comes to best flavor and do not do competitions when it comes to best pre-workout. It's the stupidest thing ever best pre-workout just does not exist you know i mean you can say best um you know you, you can say best in a category maybe i mean it's your business so you want to say that yours is best that's fine too but in terms of when they give awards to the best pre-workout i always wanted to say like uh, what are you basing it on you know that's the reason why i like the way um shane did it with stacked where he says this is based on what him and i guess his wife and nikki what they like it's just based on their preference and that is 100 fine but yeah. when you're analyzing the whole industry and you're saying well this is the best pre-workout um best for everyone because the thing is some people cannot handle stems some people yeah. like lower stems products some people like you know more of a pump product i mean we have so many subcategories when it comes to <clears throat> pre-workout and everybody has his own preference um you know, my favorite example, for example, the one that we make is Lionheart has about has the less than 300 milligrams of caffeine, but everything else kind of comes together. And because I like combat training and I like a little bit more endurance, that works for me. But I might give it to you and you're going to say, well, this is shit. And you're not going to be wrong. You will not be wrong because that particular pre-workout does not work for you. 
and that's it so you know i mean you're coming and you're saying well this is the best tasting protein on the market well you know <laughs> if if a you know if the brand owner says it or you know you work for the company i understand that's where your loyalty is and that's where your business is and you're putting your heart and soul into it but when somebody comes out you know what i've tasted so many fucking um you know proteins this is the best tasting ever uh okay nice continue drinking it why are you you know making it a claim that this is the best tasting protein on the market it's yeah. you know who? Yeah, it's based on one person, you. Nobody else said it. You know, like uh, we released uh, in bare knuckle root beer flavor. Guess what? Yeah. I've never had root beer in my I fucking hate root beer. life. I fucking hate that never, ne never, never had it. I go and and my manufacturer goes like, we have a very good root beer. I'm like, okay, what? Well, I don't give a fuck about it. But I brought it to the gym, and we give it usually to sample to different people, and they say. <clears> like, well, this tastes exactly like root beer. It's like that. So I went out and I bought root beer because I never had it. I tried it. I was like, okay, this doesn't taste very good. <laughs> we we didn't it, grow up with this. We though. didn't grow up with it. So, But it tastes exactly like the flavor. So we, we knew when we ordered, like, you know, like different flavors, we ordered root beer the less. I mean, it was a minimum amount because we knew people that like root beer, they will drink it, you know? And I had people sending me like, well, you know what? I hate root beer. Not going to buy that. In the same fucking day, I would get a message from somebody. Root beer is the best flavor you guys have. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, we have different markets. Like, I'm pretty sure Brett does not like every flavor that he makes. Because he always got your preferences. He has yeah. his preferences. I have my preferences. That's like just the way it is. Like with the protein, like I love salted caramel. So I made a salted caramel protein. It's probably, it's out of the four I've got, it's my least seller, but I fucking love it. So, I mean, when you talk about terms of flavor, it, it comes down to the individual. So to say whatever's the best, like, and, and what you said before about the pre, I mean, the same thing, like alpha yo, like when you were talking before, some people love that. Some people gives them flu-like symptoms. So if you're snotty nosing and coughing and whatever, like you hate alpha, it's going to be the worst fucking pre-experience of your life. And it you destroys the, the entire formula. The entire product is going to be destroyed. Yeah. But there are those people, and then they say, and you know what? I hate when when, when they send a, me a message or something like that, or they post a comment. You know what? You have a great product, but uh, alpha yo is unnecessary. Unnecessary for you. Don't use yeah. it. There's shitload of other products on the market. Go use one of those. Yeah. And the other, the other thing I think you touched on, and Alex said earlier, I met Alex when he worked at a, another brand. I don't know if you want to say whatever, but you worked at another brand. So um, so when you worked there, we started engaging just, hey, like through messages. And then, you know, we I sent you products and just, just for fun, you know. And then, Rob, when I met you, the same thing. Like, if you've got a beat or win market share by putting down other people i mean you're doing it wrong you know you're you, you need to focus on your shit and it's like a car yard you know you go you want to buy a car and you go down there's like 30 dealerships you might like this you might like this and you might buy this pre or these aminos or whatever like the, the market share is huge you know and you need to win on your merits not putting other companies down and that's a big thing huge thing yeah. So our friend Annie here was wondering, and I'll open up to anybody. What are your thoughts on L-Dopa in a pre-workout for focus? Brad, have you used it in any of your uh, products? 
I don't use old dope in my in my pre. No. So I I I tested. I mean, maybe Alexander knows a little bit more about this. I I I like I like certain ingredients to use. You know, solo just to see if uh, you know I'm gonna get much out of it. It seems like uh, with most pre workouts, f- for what I've seen, like what, what we tested, I t- I'm not saying it's not good. Which I yeah, I think that there are better options, like really, really better options, especially today. And I feel like a combination of something like um, I'm a huge fan of Alpha GPC. I think that's yeah. a great ingredient. I mean, unfortunately, some of the companies are underdosing it because it's not cheap. Uh, yeah. But if it's properly dosed, that in combination with a good dose of even something like L-tyrosine and mm-hmm. perhaps lion's mane, I mean... Yeah. Uh, that, oh. that 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 combination for me is is just far superior to, to just El Dopo and it's just and even on their own all three of them on their own I mean I I have a bottle of Alpha GPC at home from NutriCost because they do like uh, those single ingredient products so yeah. I I got a bottle from them and I <laughs> I tested it and it's it works great so I just think that you know I mean Annie if you want I'll bring you some I have at home just as a, as a single ingredient and you can give it a shot. But I just feel that there are better options today than that. Especially when you use like alpha and lion's mane. I mean, mm. those two ingredients kick ass. Like, yeah. A little they, uh, they're not even expensive. I mean, on their own. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, they're not cheap ingredients, but at the same time, they're not like, you know, those trademarks, crazy ingredients. But yeah, I agree. I mean, they're just far superior. And they're not. It's not. It's not worth cutting the corner. Like you add a few cents here and a few cents here. I mean, I'd rather have a better product that someone's gonna fuck yeah, that's awesome. Than you save thirty cents per pre. I mean, it's not even. It's not even a question at this point. Well, you see, that's the thing. I mean, you know what? That's always what I've been saying. You know, because look, you're. Um, Supplement fact, just like mine. I mean, anyone can copy us. It's not that yeah. hard. You know, yeah. it's not like we are um, these geniuses who are coming out with like superior products because that's not how it works. We just take certain ingredients that are proven to work. Yeah. At, uh, those are just that are proven to work and we put them together and that's pretty much it. The mm-hmm. difference is, is that it's expensive. Uh-huh. It's expensive. It's expensive to put out a good product, especially in today's market and with today's co- uh, cost. It's especially just now. especially now it's ridiculously expensive. <laughs> um, and I think that, you know, there is no other way but saying it is that if you don't see properly dosed products on the market from any company, it's because they're just trying to save money. I mean, yeah. they're either trying to put out cheaper products or maybe they budgeting in a certain way where they're putting more money into marketing, whether it's, uh, and I touched upon this on the final scope, whether it's, uh, you know, expensive, beautiful labels or they advertising or they paying, uh, you know, influencers or they paying ambassadors or they paying uh, these famous athletes. I, I don't know. They're not paying anyone. They're just trying to, you know, to cheapen the product. It, it can happen. Like, listen, there are, there are levels to this, and I, I keep comparing it to cars. You know, there is nothing wrong really with Kia. It will get you from point A to point B. It's mm-hmm. always, I'm always using that reference. Yeah. But uh, there is a reason why BMW or Mercedes will cost you a lot more. I mean, they, it, they both cars. 
You know, I mean, pre-workouts, there are a shitload of pre-workouts from crappy ones to good ones to fully loaded to proprietary plans. But it's expensive to make. And then, you know, at the end, like we know that, for example, Alpha GPC, uh, 600 milligram, 50% is mm -hmm. the dose. I mean, you know, yeah. we know the tyrosine has to be, I think a minimum is what, 500 or 750 and two, three grams, you know, that's so say the average is a thousand. That's yeah. But we know that at that dose, it works. We know citrulline, you need to have a minimum of 3000 milligram and you can go as high as eight or 10 or whatever. So those yeah. things we know. So anything, if it's, if citrulline is one gram and alpha GPC is 50 milligram, you know, yeah. it's an underdose product, but here's yeah. the trick. And I see a lot of companies and a lot of, uh, you know, people in the industry are using the word synergy. What I actually fucking hate. I hate yeah. that word because to me, that's an excuse. You know yeah. what? What do you want? You want alpha GPC at 50 milligram with tyrosine at 25 milligram and together, maybe they're going to give you synergy. No, I want them both fucking fully dosed. They're you not know, they're like that. Yeah, it, it just doesn't work like that. But you know what? You're a genius and you put together this secret formula of underdosed ingredients. But guess what? When you get her, they're going to produce magic. So look, a $2 pre-workout is going to be just as good as $15 pre-workout. It's the same thing. No, it's not. Uh, even worse than the pre-workout market is the gaming segment. Like... Before we released Ninja Mode, like my gaming one, I used to look at so many people's labels and I uh, just like they would put a sprinkle just to have it on the label. And actually, Rob, I was looking at your um, your new release. I was kind of impressed. Like, I know I should be, but I had a look at your label. I was looking at it the other day. Um, I'm, I need to get some, but I was actually really impressed. Like, not that I shouldn't be. But no, no, thank you. I appreciate it. I know what you're yeah, saying. Thank you, bro. fucking label's full. And these people, I think the gaming segment and people are idiots because like, if you're sitting there playing games, like, and you, I, I, fuck, when I was younger, I, I don't have time anymore, but you can drink one or two energy drinks and look, that's 300, four, 500 milligrams, depending on the energy drink. So when you have a, a, a pre, uh, like a, a gaming product that has 75 megs of caffeine, I mean, and you know, a hundred megs of lines main and 50 alpha gpc like i don't know what you're going to get out of that so well like i said an excuse that's going to be used like sometimes when i see a formula like that i'm thinking to myself you motherfucker why don't you put it in a prop blend yeah you yeah. know just do it a prop blend it's a lot going to be more fun you can hide it yeah yeah hide it because this is embarrassing but you're coming out and then they say like a lot of research went into this and this is a synergy and we tested it I'm like really is anyone buying this shit Mm. Yeah, but... the whole prop blend is like a thousand milligrams which is what you would put say nearly lion's mane or almost alpha gpc depending you know it's just it, it blows my mind and then you have all these fake reviews on like instagram but it's the best i'm like <sighs> yeah i mean the reviews is just the whole other i mean that's something that's been <laughs> Pissing me off for a long time. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I think everybody knows my opinion of, re of review channels. I mean, really? disgusting. I mean, that's uh, that's how you, you know, they get basically paid for life. That's all it is. I mean, you can get a review channel to basically promote for you. I mean, maybe that's the reason why your label sucks because you're paying a review channel to 
promote your crap. Yeah. And look, there are genuine like people out there that do reviews. And I think you mentioned like TJ before. Um, he uh, he's like done all of the Ninja products. I'm pretty sure he's actually good. He sneaks under the like, under the radar, buys everything in reviews, which is great because you know he's imp impartial, which I love and respect. I think he likes most of my products. I think he like my burn. He didn't like it, which is fine. Like that's his choice, you know. Um, but and and that's fine. Like that's his review. And I like how he says labels aren't labels too, because um, you don't know. It could be a shit quality version of said ingredient, or they might not even have it in there, you know. So like labels, you, you got to trust the company now. Like not yeah, I mean, it comes down to. I mean, look. Sometimes when 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 he said when he used to say labels just just labels, I kind of at first disagreed with him. Yeah. Um, I I still think that there is a fine line because you know if it's a legit product by a legit company manufactured in a legit facility, then yeah. the label is not going to be just label. It that yeah. shit's going to work. Unfortunately, and I learned it the hard way, and uh, they one of my early. Uh, products uh, chaos I think it was very first or a second version uh, we did with this one company um, you know and um, unfortunately it was underdosed severely underdosed okay. you know I had to you know when I found out I had to fucking throw everything away and it was a huge mess but uh, you know you gotta you I mean I guess you know sometimes we have to go through this and yeah. you know I was just a beginner it was the first year I think and or second year I, it just those things can happen so in that case yeah the label looked pretty appalling but when you took it it just there was absolutely no thermogenic uh, activity whatsoever and that's what made me very very suspicious when i got to test the product it was shit. so you know in that case yeah label was just label so you got to be very very careful but yeah tj is definitely one of the best out there if you know if not the best because um you know he actually reviews the products and uh, even certain things that he said about uh, i mean i have to admit most i would say maybe even all of the products that upon release he gave it thumbs up yeah. but uh, in terms of flavor uh, we not always agreed but that doesn't matter because uh, you know i have my opinion he has his opinion and i think he's he should be able to be free to express it yeah. And it's good though, because you can't agree with everyone. And if someone is, you kind of also got to take that into account. But at least I can agree with you. Root beer tastes like shit. I'm sorry, <laughs> all you Americans gonna fucking hate me, but to me, it's like I see. I like. I don't mind licorice. Like a like licorice back home is different to licorice here, but <sighs> root beer just like it's like it's like medicine. I just I, I I lived here for for many years. I'm yet to try pumpkin pie. So, oh, I love wow. that. I love pumpkin pie. <laughs> I'm uh, yet to try it. It just—it never appealed to me. Just the look of it, I was like, hey, "I'm gonna man. buy you one. I'm gonna see you in what October-ish." <laughs> yeah, October. Costco. I'm gonna go. I'll show up with a fucking pumpkin pie. The weirdo with a big <laughs> pumpkin pie. Dude, you give us first test a fucking Costco. You know, uh, what you call mass-produced pie? Come on, dude. Oh I mean, hey, look, we, we have Costco like walking distance from a pond. Yeah. Well, if you come, Sean, like you can you can show me the way. I mean, I'm a tourist. I'm going to claim that. So it's next <laughs> week again, right? The pond yeah. is next week. Yeah, 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 sure. 
Come right over. <laughs> we'll be waiting for you. With open arms. Fly up. I'll get it on the Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> so guys let's let's look at some of the quick questions here that came in and we'll kind of wrap things down here so with the rise of food and flavor collaborations would Robic or brad ever do one i guess kind of referencing some of the ghost and the rise that kind of stuff oh shit. <laughs> tell you what i would do a collaboration with brad yeah okay yeah, we, we yeah we it may have come up once or twice, but let's just yeah. leave it at that for now. Yeah, I think they made like with a cookie cookie company or 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 a flavor company or something. I'm, I'm, I'm not against it. I know, I, I know that that's the. Okay. I, 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 yeah, I got the question. But seriously, yeah, Brett and I actually talked about it, and uh, we're definitely going to talk about it more because you know I would gladly collaborate with anyone who I respect, and like I said, with Brett, it was like instant friendship and that's the reason why i even told a friend of mine today i said that today's podcast is going to be a walk in the park because it's just a podcast with a friend and some old guy but um <laughs> uh but in terms of collaborations with like uh cookies and and famous companies and stuff like that i want to you know I, I i think that i was kind of like misunderstood when i i, I didn't i i didn't um really criticize because we're talking about Ghost, I guess, and, and Rise. I didn't criticize any of them. I think it's a great thing. I think it's phenomenal. Why not? You know, if, if they can pull it off, uh, if it's something, you know, that, that they can bring to the table, by all means, fine. Mm -hmm. I support it wholeheartedly. I think it's great. But I still insist, from my perspective, that's just the way I am, and you can tell by the products that we make, uh, formula and the product comes first because what is what is a what is a collaboration on a flavor it's a fucking yeah. flavor it's all it yeah. is is a flavor it's a taste it's <clears throat> it's pretty cool you know it's pretty cool it's uh cool to see it's impressive it's nice but at the end of the day um you know take for example and this is coming from me personally so you know it doesn't mean that i'm right but you have Ghost, for example, Chips Ahoy, mm -hmm. I didn't like. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Ghost Nutter Butter, I absolutely loved. Yeah. Amazing. But what did I like? I liked the flavor. You know yeah. what? At the end of the day, uh, the flavor the flavor matters, especially, you know, if it's a, I don't know, amino product that you have to sip throughout the workout. You know, you don't want to yeah. throw up um if it's a protein shake you actually want to enjoy it as well but it's a flavor right? <laughs> it's a fucking flavor so it the fact that it gets attention of course when it's like you know some famous company like you know sunny d for example or something like that that rise that it's great i think it's very very impressive but if you ask me about the rice pre-workout what is it all i can tell you it's sunny d I don't know anything about the, I mean, I don't remember even the, the product. I don't remember the ingredients. You know, if you ask me about a pong, I mean, okay, that's not fair. If you ask me about Ninja, <coughs> I actually looked in, in, into labels. I don't, I don't even fucking remember Brad's flavors. Come but on, I thought we were friends. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't remember, he doesn't even remember his own sponsored athlete flavors. So it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, but 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 I, I remember what caught my attention immediately was obviously the look. I like the look because it kind of jumps at you. 
But you know what? I've seen a lot of very good looking labels that the product sucked. So the yeah. first thing that you do is like you look at the supplement. In fact, that's the most interesting thing. Yeah. So why did I like Ninja? Why did I say I'm impressed by the company? I said it on the final scoop before I even met Brett because of the the product of what's in the product. You know, I, I know it works. I know it will yeah. deliver. You know, it takes it takes just, you know, one look at the supplement facts. So his amazing flavoring and his amazing labels. If I turn if I turn the container and I see that it's shit. Mm-hmm. You can fucking shove it up your ass. I don't give a fuck about your product. It's just, it's, I'm, I'm not taking it. That's that's what I'm saying. It's just like, you know, priorities. We, you know, be, they are beautiful cars, but they don't really perform. And they're badass cars, but you fucking look at it like, shit, this is impressive. So it's, you know, I just, I, I think we have to have our priorities. That's yeah. mine. If somebody's more impressed with the flavor and collaboration, good for you. Um, I would say they already have worked with a really good flavor house. It's really no point of collaborating with a Chick-fil-A like, like company. I mean, Brad has a, a great uh, workout place. They love the juice place, and I think they already know what that really is. You can need to go and collaborate with them, but you already mentioned a great flavor house that they can just make that flavor on, on its own. So, uh, if you were to do that, it's just more for a publicity, so the kind of a marketing that they could draw more attention. But um, yeah, it already does taste great, but the formula really does speak for itself. So if you do that, as Robert uh, mentioned, I really, it's just more being more attention. Yeah. For the brand, but the minute you turn it around, it's, well, it's just expensive and like, cool. So that's all it is. It's just sugar, water, and caffeine. So um, you don't need to go searching high and low uh, and paying for certain uh trade, trademark rights when you know if you have a really good flavor company they, they're able to do anything and i know two great ones in canada that they're able to take whatever flavor you want to make it happen if they place you know work out it's, we have the technology i think it is cool with the collaborations i think they're really neat and i would love to see more going forward but it depends on which brand fit that move it's not going to work for everyone um, but uh, as I said, I know Brad has more flavors coming out just in the next uh, month or so. So I'm looking forward to that. I know Robert and you, uh, you as well. So I, I don't think it's always as necessary. We're not trying to be the next place to rise or whoever or, or, or some sort. So I mean, I mean, stick to your guns. And if someone approaches you, then I'd be open to conversations uh, for that. Yeah. Okay. And, Brad and Robert, do you find it? Do you finding it harder and harder to formulate products? I don't think it's hard, but like you want to always be better. You know, you want to keep improving. You talk about like El Corpo, you know, your alternative. Um, I prefer. I got a bit of static. I don't know if that's me, but I'll turn that. I prefer um, like cognizant. So. You have a product with this you always want to see is there any new ingredient does it have and when you say synergistic effect like i've got a i touched the last time i have a high stim um and 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 was was working with brett so i liked Araya and we did thin fen because they synergistically work it doesn't mean i lowered either dose there's an effective dose for both but i mean i don't think it's harder to formulate but you always want to kind of be better or up yourself. And and it's not I'm not competing with say Rob or Rise or Ghost. I just want to keep making my shit better. Cause that's 
I, you know, I stay in my lane and then that probably makes Rob be better. And then when he's better, like I said, he's a gamer product. I was fucking impressed. I might need to go look at my label again. So, you know, I, I, I don't think it's harder, but for me, for me, it's my personal drive to be better. Because, Robert, you're dropping stuff, it feels like, every freaking week. And I know some people are losing track of what you're dropping. So I don't know how you're keeping the juices flowing. I know you have advisors and help in the back end. But it's got to be tough sometimes, I'm sure, for you. Mm, not really. No. It's, it's, it's fun. I, you know what? I think that we have it, um, you know, um, to be honest with you, it's uh, we do have um, uh, a few you know, I would say, uh, I would call them friends, uh, first and foremost. Um, you know, I'm, I'm blessed to have people like uh, Alexander in my corner. You know, all it takes for me is just like fucking text him. And, you know, he'll get on the phone with me. And, you know, he's more experienced in the industry than I am. He's more knowledgeable. So in certain things, like, you know, I'll pick his brain. Um, you know, and I we have um, a good marketing team uh which is uh three people who are absolutely great and they're helping us out um they freelance but they the input is definitely very valuable but in reality it's uh, me and carolina i mean that's pretty much it alexander knows you know and but uh, i think that up until about 2019 uh we had a bit of a mess going on where it was like just a little bit too hectic the company was growing but it was all over the place you know we were both kind of like except the manufacturing and the formulations was me but everything else was us right now we i think have a better structure where carolina is pretty much running the business aspect of a poem you know when it comes to marketing when it comes to athletes and uh, when it comes to running the company all together she's just well much more organized and she is um I would say more decisive and what i'm trying to say is i'm the pussy in a relationship uh <laughs> the, the, this partnership is definitely you know i'm the bitch you know actually i was i was joking to one of my manufacturers i said well carolina has she's gonna get her new business cards it says you know a palm ceo and i'm gonna have uh carolina's bitch you know that, <laughs> that, 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 that's gonna be my title i'm not kidding i'm actually gonna do it uh, but uh, because I'm, I, I'm able to handle what I'm good at, which is uh, the manufacturing, the formulations, I have those, uh, you know, uh, relationships already. And I'm not saying I'm that good, but what Brad said, it's not that hard to put a good formula. It's not because you know what the knowledge and uh, and the information and and everything is out there. You just have to read, you have to research and you have to do uh, you have to do your part. It's not that hard. I mean, where it looks impressive, maybe what a pawn does or what Ninja does is, again, it comes down to a very, very simple things. Fully dose your fucking products. That's it. I'm not saying everybody should be doing it. You know, again, on the last episode of The Final Scoop, I used Jay Cutler's uh, pump product as an example. He has literally like maybe three or four ingredients in it. That's it. Uh, the citrulline, I believe, is only four grams. I'm saying only, but it's actually more than enough. It's actually a mm -hmm. decent dose. Four grams of citrulline is nice. And he has, I think, two grams of arginine nitrate, which is also nice. You know, So you have a product that is well-dosed. It's a good product. It's not quite like 
bare knuckle, for example, you know, not not like one of uh, Ninja products where it's like fucking packed, but it doesn't have to be. And yet it's still a very good product. He's not charging a lot of money for it. I mean, I'm like fucking advertising for Jay Cutler right now. It's a market. It's a market. Stick to it. Jay should stick to it, and he does stick to it, and I think he's doing a phenomenal job. Yeah. You know, I don't need to be, you know, if I'm going to come up with a product that looks suspiciously identical to Brett's, I can just copy his uh, label. Yeah, it's not it's illegal, but it would be stupid, and you know what? Now I'm just, like, copying somebody. I think it's also kind of like, you know, there is no dignity in it. There is no glory in it. I'll stick to what yeah. a palm does, Brad should stick yeah. to what Ninja does. The market is enough for everybody. And, you know, he should worry about his company. I should worry about my company. You know, yeah. we have our customers. He has his customers. Sometimes my customers will try his products and he has mine. Yeah. Nothing wrong with it. But it's not that hard when you stick to what you love and yeah. you stick to what you know and do. And obviously, you know, to your question, you know, about releasing products, just comes down to discipline and structure but still in today's market and with the supply chain and everything else you know we still also get into delays we also get into problems it's just that we planned out a little bit better and are able to handle it because Kay is handling her side you know even when alexander and i talked about certain business aspects i was like alexander you know what this actually part is more carolina they got together and they talked to each other, you know, where maybe something else with manufacturing or some issues like that. I'll hop on a phone with Alexander and I'll talk to him about it. So as long as you have that trust and you have that structure within the company, I don't mm -hmm. think it's that hard. And the payoff, yeah. like when you throw something out there and people are like, fuck yeah, this is awesome. And they really love it. And they're like genuinely, it makes their workout or their day better. That's rewarding. But if I just mm. copied a pollen and shoved it in a tub, I mean, you know, I love trying new shit. Like I'm the guinea pig and some of my friends are too. Um, but like I, yeah, I, it took me forever to find the sweet spot with my high stem. Um, and I can't wait to get that out. Like I, I, I'm fucking excited about it. Um, you keep talking about it, man. <laughs> well, it's like, for about me, it. that label's huge. Like I'm fucking I'm silly to probably, well, you'll see when you see the formula, but it's costing me more than it should. But I mean, it's not always about the money. Like if you do the yeah. right thing, the money will follow. And even now ingredients, every time I put in a PO, like it's more, it's more, it's more. And it's, you just got to stay true to yourself, but I can't wait to get it out. I'm excited because the amount of times I, had 600 milligrams of caffeine and did this and changed that and whatever like that's where you get proud you know that's where you're different like i'm ninjas different to a pollen and and that's awesome like and then we can talk about it and throw ideas and and same with alex alex throws suggestions like i've always said to alex as well i don't know everything i'm learning every day but you've got to be open to that and you know the more you learn and the more you speak to other brand owners, I mean, we're all in it together in some regard. So yeah, so you need to just freaking drop it. Nine hundred milligrams and what? Ten milligrams of alpha yo, right? <laughs> there's there's a point where like yeah, but you'll you'll see the formula. I'm pretty I'm I'm pretty happy with it. I'm all, I, it's awesome. I actually added more to it. I kept adding more, but 
there's a point where you, you can't you gotta stop yeah yeah we, we don't we don't want to kill someone man but i'm actually really excited to see it so whenever you get that label please send it over to us man because you keep talking about it but like i barely know what's in it half of the time uh, so i had to change all my damn labels like ugh. it's just man it's just logistics that's all it is it's the tub size had to change because they couldn't get plastics i'd change the the label so well actually uh shane actually shane's gonna kill me i got a a talk with Shane tomorrow. Um, I'm looking forward I to I didn't that. get back to his email. He wanted to know what we were going to, we might announce it at the uh, stacked event. So something to, something to look forward to next month. So that'd be cool. So we'll rip through a few more questions here and we'll wrap it in guys. So I appreciate it. So Alex, you might've yeah. discussed it earlier, but congrats on your recent wins. What's the overall goal? Pro card, uh, and great question. Pro card, <laughs> card and just a major show, or what? What's the long term plan? Um, yeah, I think I think pro card is is the uh, is a long term goal for me. Like a lot of people don't know, but uh, first of all, do I sound better right now, or yes, do I sound like more muffly? Yes, perfect. <laughs> okay, good. You sound Canadian, um, then you sound better. I sound Canadian, but you sound like a fucking Aussie. No, better yet, you sound like you're from. I got, I got the accent. I don't have anything else but the accent. Just just put me on a black screen, blue screen, green screen. There you go. That. <laughs> um, uh, well, I, 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 I've been competing since uh, my, my, my 20s, and I uh, got my European pro card uh, for the European League. Uh, but then COVID kind of came around and kind of fucked things up with um, uh, a, a lot of competitions. And I didn't want to have to fly on the other side of the world and compete in Estonia. Well, I just wanted to compete in North America. So, uh, yeah, once, uh, once uh, you know, COVID was in, mostly in Canada, once the pandemic was kind of said and done and less shows were being canceled and everyone had that liberty to, like, actually do real prep, that's when we said, okay, I'm going to give NPC Canada a try. And um, and uh, we, we came out pretty victoriously uh, on top, and I was very thrilled about that. And it just kind of motivates me more to uh, go and get my pro card now. Uh, I have, I mean, I, I believe I have great potential going forward. I know uh, Rob, Rob has mentioned that as well. And it's not just a throw out bouquets of compliments. It's genuinely that you do have the potential. So um, working towards that and also being very intertwined within the supplement industry too helps a lot. Uh, not to say that like, you know, I have like 500 different group workouts downstairs and all a bunch of different holistic and natural vitamins, but it keeps me within the realm of the, the, the industry. And that's what even motivates me more to continue within the sport but also to uh, provide more insight on certain dietary supplements whether they someone is an athlete someone is doing it for a lifestyle what products work uh, best for them and especially whatever brands i'm introducing on an international level what are what their clientele is looking for what their distribution is looking for and how i can navigate them in terms of what's the best strategy to sell this and this actually goes back to the word hardcore I try to avoid that word as often as I can with certain brands only because it might push them away depending on which country I'm speaking to. If I'm talking to someone in Dubai, 
that word hardcore is in their face 24 seven because they want that. Even guys out in Egypt too. But if I'm example, good example, Brad, uh, the Philippines, if I mentioned the word hardcore, uh, I say, like, Oh no, 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 no. We, we, we really don't want that. I can't use those type of phrases. I have to make sure it comes off more as a, as a lifestyle brand, a sports lifestyle brand that provides, um, you know, a sense of well being, and you're able to accomplish your goals, uh, from it so and all to say bodybuilding is not just you know me stepping on stage flexing then going back to a nine to five it's me doing my sport but also involving myself with a bunch of other dietary supplements that help me perform better in my task and i know that would help perform other athletes as well so i think it just all in all has that complete uh circle so uh we're just gonna go after what we want baby and i just want more gold medals that's about it <laughs> Do you want to go stay classic or do you want to go bodybuilding or do you know yet? I, I, I gotta, I gotta do, I gotta do classic. Um, I, I, I just, I'm just dripping with finesse. So I have to do classic. <laughs> do you, do you see Bumstead as a long, long reigning champion? Or do you think, what do you think if you had Brad as crystal ball? Pardon? Well, I'm asking Alex. Chris, Chris, Bumstead, uh, Chris and I, 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 go ahead. Yeah. I, I do. I, I think I think he has another maybe three years uh, underneath him. I know that you know probably by the time he reaches his thirties, uh, I don't know if he's going to continue in the sport or kind of retire fr from from there. But like I've had the occasion of speaking with Chris because he is a he's a Canuck like me, and you know he's not too far. And I've seen him at events and all that stuff. And uh, he he's a, he he he's a god. He, he very much is. He's he's just a statue. So it's it's a, you you'll see why when you see him in person, and you'll see understand why he's the best. So it, he does have a long reigning uh, thing going going on. But there are other great athletes that are just right there that can easily throw him off by a point if he comes off slightly a bit. But he's always going to have that it factor that is one in a million. So, uh, yeah. you know, I, I believe Chris is going to still, you know, get out there and actually retain his, his spot in the classic physique. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised if someone else comes up the ranking and really puts him toe to toe. But so far, there has maybe one or two, but no one that's really been able to really throw him off the podium. He's a good looking dude. Like, oh, he is. Some people oh, no, he, he, you know, he's handsome. No, he's extremely handsome. Like, like, I, I'm a dismount of gay for him. Like, <laughs> there's a there's a pill for that. <laughs> of course, there is. All right, guys, two rapid fire questions here to let people know inside of you. So, meal with anyone alive or dead, Robic? Who would it be? Oof. Yeah. I have to say you. I mean, no, you know, I know I'm halfway. I know I am somewhat dead, but anyway, bitch. You, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't know how much longer you have left. I mean, especially at your age. <laughs> so it might as well give you that fucking gift of life to have dinner with such a handsome stud as me. It would have to be a That's shake. This might not have to my teeth. It would have to be a shake. Brad, <laughs> what about you? I fucking don't know. I. Oh, shit. Can I phone a friend? <laughs> the call here. You have no more to call. We're not friends, by the way. I'm going to call someone. Who do I? Who should I call? It's, it's, it's Crocodile Dundee for sure. <laughs> um, I'm going to call. Someone. Alex, what about you? Alive or dead? Can be popular, non popular, um, or anything. Oh God! If I would have to do dead, I'm I'm going to be an artist right now, and I'm going to probably have to say, um, you know, uh, pro probably. Um, wait a second. Um, 
Come on, uh, Jean-Paul Riopelle, he's a Canadian artist and he had a really fucked up life. So I, I would love Jean-Claude Van Damme. Jean-Claude Van Damme, well, that too sounds pretty good, but no, I, I wouldn't do Jean-Paul Riopelle. He's just a f fucked up artist that I kind of studied a lot during in school and uh, he had a very interesting, uh, you know, he had a very interesting uh, life. I know it's probably some, something that a lot of people would want to hear. It's like, why would you have to name of an artist? But uh, no, like I said, guys, this is what I studied for the majority of my life. So it's, uh, it is uh, very, very much uh, still a uh, part of me. Or, you know, Brad and Robic are, are still pretty good as well. They're like, I was for shits and giggles going to say Rob, but then he got Sean. So, I mean, I I'm just going to say, okay. Brad, Brad, you know, as soon as we get off of, from here, I'll text you, I lied. I just want. <laughs> I, I just wanted him to feel good. I mean, yeah. he's got an audience. This is his platform. You have to stroke the ego. Yeah, I, he probably already forgot what I said. Yeah. What are we talking about? We, we went for the early bird special at four. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last one. Robic, favorite all-time one or two movie. Ooh, Ooh fuck! This oh, is that, that one. That, that that's a tough one. I I don't know. Like you know what? There are so many of them. I'm just gonna say probably the one that, that it, 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 it probably yeah you know it's not gonna be my it's not gonna be my number one it's among few number one so I'm gonna say Rocky. The first one. You, you can't you can't probably. go wrong with Rocky, man. Yeah, Rocky. You know, Rocky is a type of movie that no matter when you can always watch it. It will always inspire you. It's uh, you know what I. That's like, you know, like, like people say, like, you know, uh, Apollo is a hardcore brand. I hate when people yeah. say Rocky is a boxing uh, movie. Because it's not a boxing movie. It's not yeah. a boxing movie. You know, it's a beautiful story about an underdog. It's a beautiful story that if you work hard and giving proper opportunities and being in the right place in the wrong time, you know, you can achieve anything. Even though I don't believe you can achieve anything because if you're fucking 5'2", you're never going to play in NBA. <laughs> no matter how badly you want it but the thing is is that if you really like strive to be you know the best and you want to get something in life and you want to achieve something you know your heart and your mind can fucking get you through a lot of obstacles and you can like really reach the stars if you really stay uh stick true to who you are and i think that rocky kind of represents that for everyone not just boxers yeah brad is crocodile dundee your number one movie or <laughs> you know what they say about a knife, right? I'm not even gonna say it to everyone, but I would have said Matrix. I got nothing after Rob, but I mean that was a fucking badass movie when it came out. They just set the standard on different cinematography, and I, I for me, I know what I did, and it was awesome. Like I just remember when I went and saw it like years ago. You know what? Be being a movie buff, whenever uh, you know Australians are, you know, kind of pointed towards crocodile dandy i'm always thinking like why there is a bigger hit than crocodile dandy that has kind of to do with australia and that's mad max yeah you know what yeah. nobody fucking talks about that brilliant beautiful fucking movie that is a really really classic everybody brings fucking crocodile dandy like like what the fuck that crocodile dandy or that other the gentleman that died um steve owen steve owen they were awesome, like individuals, but when I watched them, I'm like, fuck, like, do I sound like that? Do people think <laughs> I mean, yeah, I just, no. You know, you want to be, you know, Mad Max, you want to be Mel yes. Gibson, yes. you want to be a badass, like, no, a fucking, I mean, 
Paul Hogan is probably one of the ugliest guys you'll ever see. It's just and then a, he went to jail for tax you know, if, if, Yeah, if anyone, uh -huh. if anyone could fucking replace Robert England and Freddy Krueger, that would be fucking Paul Hogan. Yeah. That's, that's how ugly that motherfucker is. And you fucking throwing Brad takes time of his, you know, of his work to come on a show, and you're fucking comparing him to Crocodile Dundee. You're fucking bringing wow. that. Like, what the fuck? You know, give him something, Mel Gibson. Give him Mad Max. Wow. Just don't say I the newest Matrix. Rob. You got my back. Don't say the, don't say the newest Matrix because that was a train wreck. Yeah, that it was oh terrible. God. I didn't even. Where did it even come from? It just. I thought it was a remake that they pieced together because of COVID, but they actually filmed it. Yeah. Brad, can I you say cranky? I don't. It's terrible. <laughs> I say I say the other Australian word, which I'm not going to say on here. But fair uh, dinkum. What? Huh? Fair dinkum. Everything's fair dinkum, there, Brad. No. Nah. <laughs> another one, which I'm not going to repeat because I already got told I was a PR nightmare last time. So there's certain <laughs> words I try not to say. But if you hang around, um, hold us out. What's your, what's your favorite movie or movies? Um, I'm not a movie buff like Robert uh, at all, but um, I think I've always had a, no. I think I've always had a place for Casablanca. My father introduced it to me at a young age, and it was huh. always a film that I. It's funny I can never really sit through movies. That's why I never you'll never see me at theater. But I plant every time Casablanca would be on, I would plant my ass down on the couch and not move. There was That's something cool. about I was just yeah. There was something about it. I I just so captivated by every moment of it. I think. I was just very engaged by the acting, Humphrey Bogart, and you know, it's just it, it, it was it was a beautiful black and white film for its time, and uh, I respect yeah, the craft and the art behind it. Well, you are an artist, like yeah, so it, uh, yeah, one hundred percent, like personality wise and everything else. <laughs> so, but all you guys, thank you, thank you so much. It's truly been a pleasure getting everybody together again. Not not guests, it's friends here. Yeah. Hopefully, you guys would love to come back, and for anybody listening and watching. Follow us on YouTube, I, can I, Instagram. Can I can, can I leave us off with uh, with one thing? Please take us out. Yeah, you know what? I, I think uh, you know. I think for the last like few months too, especially us here in Canada coming out of COVID, I've seen a lot of brands uh, really um, going at each other in terms of you know. Um, oh my god! Shit, sorry. Oh, fuck. Thank you. Too. Wow. That's all because of Brad. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is. That, uh, I, I'm actually putting some of my kids through college because I got a swear jar. Well, oh, go ahead, continue. What were you saying, my friend? It's, it's... <laughs> um, no, I, 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 I think this is a just as a good example of you know two brand owners coming together, and as Robert was saying before, that there's enough success for everyone across the yeah. board, and everyone can focus on their own thing and be the best. And I, and quite frankly, for the last few months, I've seen a lot of brand owners, you know, go at each other, talking shit about each other. And honestly, it just devalues them and their, their products. And quite frankly, it's really disgusting. So I think what the platform that we're on now on how Brad and Robic are in the same industry, two different brands within two, their respective categories can easily sit down and have a conversation and talk and shoot ideas off each other. I believe we need more than that. And actually, actually speaking with so many different brands for the countless of months, especially me and Mark, we've noticed that there are a lot of individuals out there who want to take advantage of other people's success and not work and collaborate together and grow as a unit because yeah. COVID really destroyed a lot of brands, a lot of reputations. People show their true colors. 
Um, we all need to come out of this, build ourselves up together and not consistently, you know, plant <laughs> each other down and just to get ahead. It's those early 2000s are over. Yeah. We can't afford to do that to each other a- anymore. And if you want to, by all means, we have this thing called social media and word travels very quickly. You want to talk shit about something. You want to, you know, steal formulas. You want to discredit a certain brand. By all means, let the brand do the talking and prove to, to the rest of the world that we are the highest quality and we just want to create great products. And while the others will fall very short and I've seen it time and time again, and it, it's just, it's it's just a fact. So I think this today was really a good example of, you know, two brand owners, like you guys did a lot of the conversation, just having fun, shooting the shit and, you know, bouncing ideas off each other. And we need more of this in the space. So uh, I, I, I hope that we can continue to do this with other owners and just have fun with it, guys. That's that's the whole point of this industry. We love what we do and we just want to help everyone grow. And I I, 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 I think it's, you know, what, what Alexander said, it's absolutely beautiful because the thing is, is like, it, it, it pains me to see so much negativity in this industry. And I understand that it's not only this industry, it's probably every industry. It just happens to be that we are part of this. Um, you know what? You will never see, you know, like, uh, and the reason why Brett and I hit it off and I actually told a few friends today, like I'm actually looking forward to meeting this guy because he's a great guy. I like his products. I like his line. And at the same time, like, like even some people pointed out, yeah, but it's the same as a pawn. It's a, it's a hardcore brand. It's the same thing. They, it, even somebody I told Brett kind of suggested that uh, Ninja copied a pawn, which is <laughs> bullshit because it's a completely different product. If you look at the formulas, they are i mean obviously we have some some of the same ingredients obviously yeah. we have to but the signature moves so to speak you know they're completely different yeah you know you're not gonna see ninja looking like hooligan or assassin and you're not gonna see hooligan or assassin looking like ninja and because we just not those types of people we are completely well, there, there you go that the old label again yeah, we, yeah. We, we are different and our formulas are different um and the thing is, it's like it's a, like like Brad said, it's about Ninja trying to be a better Ninja and Apollo yeah. trying to be the better Apollo. Yeah. And you know, and it's not about who's gonna beat who. It's not about who's gonna steal yeah. whose customers. We have our fan base. He has his fan base. You know, because we do things still differently. Yeah. Uh, there are cer- certain, not even similarities. Um, maybe similarities are in honesty, in transparency. Yeah. Maybe that's a similarity. That's about it. I will keep supporting him. And like I said, you know, I mean, since uh, the cat out is out of the bag, yes, Brad and I are talking about possibly doing something in the future. And at first, when the question came up, and I kind of looked at Brad, and Brad looked at me, and we smiled uh, because I wanted initially to keep it a secret, like kind of like project or something. We're not doing anything yet. But yeah. yes, we, we talked about it as a possibility, and I honestly, I'd be honored to do something. And because, likewise, be, because I mean, I, I mean, listen. Number one, it's business. Number two, two people that became friends in the industry, which is very rare. Uh, yeah. Why not? And like Alexander said, there is enough for everybody. You don't have to be a dick to each other. I'll never steal anything that he does, and I know vice versa. But I mean, as soon as he comes up with any product, I will support it because I know that it's going to be a good product and I will have his back. And that's the way to grow and to be better. 
bounce off ideas of each other. Maybe yeah. he can point out like and say something like, you know what, I saw something cool. It's not exactly for Ninja, but it would be cool for a Palm. I'll definitely yeah. listen. I'll definitely listen. I'll appreciate it. You know, um, I think that's what it comes down to. I just wish the industry would not our brands would keep improving. I wish just the industry would keep improving because yeah. like Alexander said, true colors of certain individuals came out and I'm glad to see them because the thing is, is like, I'd rather see who you are yeah. for real. So you know what, if you're a dick, so be it. Now I know you're a dick, yeah. um, but if you're a friend of mine, then great. You know what? Let's build upon that friendship and just get better. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'd rather I'd rather know where you stand. Yeah, mm-hmm. up front. And if and look, if you hate or whatever, sweet. But like, there's people will give you sugar-coated lie and, and talk shit, and that's not the way you're going to get be successful in business. You know, and like you said, there's enough of the pie pumpkin have it will um, for everyone. Yeah, and the Jojo's right right there. Robert always seems to be the bad guy, calling but oh, dude, always. Pulling out the BS, but he's always highlighting all the companies. Yeah. So you got to give him credit. Yeah. You but read the rest of it. Both. It's both. Like you've given praise to a handful of companies tonight mm-hmm. as well. You know, not yeah. just Ninja, there's a handful. And I mean, like you keep saying, it's your opinion, and people can't fault you for your opinion. I have my opinion. Alex and Sean, you have yours. And yeah, you, you're always going to ruffle someone's feathers when you, you give your opinion and they don't like it. But I mean, that's that sugar-coated lie or the harsh truth. Like, I don't like this for this, but they think that that's good. And that's cool too. But, I mean, you got to have praise and, you know, a good balance. So a bad guy, I get, but you're not because you're giving praise where credit's due. You know, you know what? I honestly don't remember because I'm actually, you know, up there in age with the old fuck. You know, I'm slightly behind him, but uh, just better looking. Uh <laughs> I, I don't re- like you. That, that, that's the reason I, I don't remember, but I said it to somebody, I think yesterday, where somebody said something about me and bad guy and whatnot. I mean, I the three of you I consider friends. I don't think that any one of you would say that I'm a bad guy because I was no. never a bad guy to either one of no. you. And I said there are, I distinctly, there are two sides of me. There is, there is the asshole Rob. And there is a nice guy, Rob. I prefer the nice guy because I believe that's who I am. The only reason I'm an asshole to you is because you brought it out of me. It's you the one who forced me to be a certain way because you you asked for it. And when, when I'm that guy, even I don't like it. But unfortunately, you know what? I don't have it in me. Like cer- certain people will keep quiet. If yeah. you're gonna If you're going to cause shit, if you're going to call me out, if you're going to try to backstab me, if you're going to, you know, attack me, my brand of my loved ones, well, you kind of asked for it. And guess yeah. what? I'm going to come right back at you. And not only you're not going to like me, I'm not going to like me. I'm not going to like me. That's not that side. I like, again, I, I talked to a friend before the podcast and I said, this is going to be easy. This is going to be fun yeah. because it's going to be conversation with friends. This is not going to be aggressive bullshit you know like i said the bad guy that even i don't like it's not i'm not a bad guy i'm actually i think i'm pretty nice you, you know? call it how it is and i call it how it is and yeah. unfortunately a lot of people 
don't understand or don't live that way. They live the backstabbing way, the lying uh, way, you know, the two-faced way. I don't live it that way. You yeah. nice to me, you get exactly the same in return. Yeah. So, yeah. And look, yeah. imagine we, if I was a dick when we met or I'd been talking shit, you know, I would have seen that other side. And and then, you know, oh, Rob's a bad guy. But I mean, there's cause and effect. So people always look at the response, but it's like, well, what happened to cause that? And you're right. There's And everyone has the capacity to be, you know, but I, I think it's unwarranted just to go, oh, someone's a dick just because they stood their ground. You know, people, if, if people don't like your opinion, then they've got to also look at the causality of where it came from too. So, so in closing guys, any, anybody want anything else you want to cover? Otherwise we'll let everybody get on to their night. It's been always an honest pleasure and always it fun as pleasure. always. It was fun. Let's do it How again. I spent an hour and a half with you guys. Jeez. I know, right? What an hour and a half that you can't get back. I'm so sorry, Brad. <laughs> I'm glad you realized that too. I'm going to invoice you for this. <laughs> <laughs> you asked. <laughs> And I'm the Jewish guy. He's the name <laughs> here, and I'm the Jew. Uh, go figure. This is so oh fucked up. All I'm right. I've got to pay for my visa somehow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much. I know that uh, Sean has to go to bed. Uh, <laughs> I need to go take my ninja zen and go to Until bed. But time. Alex, it was a pleasure. Thank you so much, my friend. And Brad oh. and all. Ninja zen, is Brad, right. gonna, ninja zen, in your case, is going to wake you up. <laughs> is that a test booster? Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, to take the whole fucking container. <laughs> but for everyone listening, thank you so much. Tune in and look forward to seeing you again. Thank you so much. See you guys. Thank you, everyone.